This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The Saturday Session Cricket Update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Ferguson gets an outside edge and Javi has seven. Count them all, seven wickets for the right arm paceman who has been on a whole different level to any other player with the ball at this World Cup. That might be it. Cut back with a point and it's into the boundary. Australia win the semi-final and make it through to their eighth World Cup final. Yes, uh, the final act of both the semi-finals. India beating New Zealand by 70 runs and Australia getting past South Africa by three wickets. It will be India and Australia to meet in the 2023 ICC Men's uh, Cricket World Cup final Sunday night. Full coverage right here on SENZ. Yes, ball-by-ball coverage. Uh, coming your way, uh, thanks to the uh, awesome crew at SEN, led by Jared Waitley and the rest of his little reprobates. Um, looking forward to listening to that one. Uh, Grant Elliott alongside me, Daniel McCarty. This is Swinging Both Ways, our cricketing segment with Razine. Uh, Razine for expert paint and colour advice. All right, Grant Elliott, a couple of days to digest. Mm. Mm. Thoughts on that semi-final performance? Was the toss of a coin... Well, I've seen... The landing of said coin. Well, I love... The most important thing that happened in the game. Well, I love a conspiracy theory. And... Oh, uh, Pakistan Twitter has gone big on conspiracy theories this week. Massive. So, the, the conspiracy theory was, and if you watch Rohit Sharma, the way he threw the coin, and it, it really does, it, it baffles me and makes me laugh how the captains have this massive sponsorship carpet that gets brought out, an oppo one, it's like the size of Eden Park. And uh, the reason why it's there is because they pay for the coin to be dropped there <laughs> so that the camera goes onto the carpet and then they can see the oppo because that's how players get paid is through the commercial rights. Yeah. Okay, And we could also see uh, which side of the coin it was. And there's that. The camera can zoom in on the coin and you can We're see. not buying this conspiracy. Rohit Sharma threw the coin about seven meters over the mat the match referee burnt up a sweat just trying to get to the coin. And he got within five meters of it and went, yep, that's a heads. And it was like, how can you read it from there anyway? So, it's a good story. I'll ask again. You're not buying this. So it's a great story. Um, I love a conspiracy theory. So the match referee um, allowed India to walk off. <laughs> put that in the headlines. No, so the, the game was, in hindsight, won on the toss, I think, because the conditions were... You know, the best way to describe the pitch was a feather bed um, in the first innings. That's and the why, second innings... That's why a fresh pitch was so important. Grant, yes. There was a little bit more pace, a little bit more bounce for the new ball when you're bowling in the day. Yeah, and a fresh pitch suits New Zealand because that's more like our conditions skidding on. No, no, do you know what it suits, Grant? A better spectacle. Mm. I'm sorry, that was a T20 innings, the first innings. There, there was nothing in it for the bowlers. Yeah, but Glenn Maxwell... Nothing in it for the bowlers. Glenn Maxwell came in for Australia at Wankiti and did what he did because it, it skids on. So 
uh, when there isn't that movement, you can actually hit through the line and use the pace. So, and without sounding like a complete whinging New Zealander, which I understand I'm coming across as that, Grant, for, from a cricketing fan's perspective, like how compelling was the opening 10 overs when India were bowling under lights and there was a little oh. dabbling around? How good a, a period of cricket was that? Yeah, I mean, that was amazing. That was wonderful, wonderful sport. Yeah, because you like it when the ball dominates, don't you? Oh, I, I, I think cricket's at its best, in my opinion, when ball has a slight um, edge over bat. Mm. Uh, and you know that's not going to last, right? You know that you only need to get through eight, nine, maybe ten overs, and then you can... And that's exactly how it played out in the New Zealand innings. But it was utterly compelling. We didn't. There was never an opportunity for whoever won the toss, bowling first, to, to get something similar in the first innings. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I think a fresh pitch would have helped um, a little bit. But as far as making a better contest, but the pitch wasn't the reason India won. India are a better side who, who bowled better than us, right? Well, we, yeah. we, we, can, we can moan about uh, the pitch selection and the circumventing of rules, or at least not even telling the ICC uh, about the pitch change. Um, India were just better and executed their skills with the ball far better than New Zealand did, right? That's the difference. Everyone said that this pitch was going to suit spin because they said, oh, it's a, it's a used pitch, suits India with spin, but then Mohamed Chami got seven wickets. So even on their conditions, what they do is they bowl wicket to wicket um, and they bowl change-ups. A lot of Chami's wickets were off-cutters. How many more Yorkers did they bowl? Yeah, they, 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 their discipline was a lot better than ours. Yes, absolutely. So even at the death. They managed to shut down someone like Daryl Mitchell, who's on 100, seeing the ball like a pumpkin. They came around the wicket and bowled wide Yorker's term, so he couldn't access the areas that he wanted to. Um, so their plans, uh, the execution, and the pressure that they put on the, the New Zealand batters from the start of the innings and then at the back end, was it overshadowed us. He gave an effort by New Zealand to get that close. Oh, it was amazing. And it wasn't even that close. And even in the pool game, we had them six down, you know, uh, India. So we we had a had a chance, but our record, and that's why our record is so poor in India, is probably not because it's a slight on us. It's more how good they are in their conditions. They bowl wicket to wicket. They really ask questions every delivery. The spin of Jadeja, I mean, you know, all Glenn Phillips could do when he actually had to accelerate and score 12 and a bit and over, he was just kind of, let's just see this guy out. You know, we faced a few. I think we faced a maiden That's in the thirty-fourth over. Such so, a good side. Yeah, they're, they're they're a really really good team, and you look at their bowlers: Mohammad Shami, top um, with an average of nine point one three with twenty-three wickets. Incredible. He, he lowered his average. Yeah. In the last game. And then Jasper Bumrah, well, he's below twenty and with an economy rate of three point nine with eighteen wickets. And then you've got Jadeja, who's you know seventh or eighth, and he's sixteen wickets. With 22. Um, and then you just have to go a little bit further down and you see Kuldeep Yadav and then a touch further and you see Mohamed Siraj who was the number one ODI bowler in the world. So their bowling attack is playing well. Uh, their batters are standing up. The likes of um, Virat Kohli and Rohit Sharma. So you've got your senior players that are stepping up to the plate. Shubman Gill, I wouldn't put it past him to score a box office 100 in the final. Um, he can't be too far away. Um They've got the perfect mix of players. And when I look at New Zealand, and this is a, a question I've always got, is do we use the crutch of all-rounders? And I was an all-rounder, so every now and then I, like, I'd, I'd get picked. And I think 
you look at the Indian team and they just go for specialists. There's, you know, five specialist batters, there's a keeper, and there's five specialist bowlers. Um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jadeja's the only all-rounder, really. Yeah, with Pan- Hale Panja injured. Yeah. They, they were fought. You know, Mohamed Shami wasn't in this team at the start of the tournament. Yeah. Like, they've had a real slice of luck there with that Panja injury. Like, it's terrible for the bloke individually, but... No, Shami's come in and taken 23 wickets in six games, mate. It's yeah. four in innings. That, that, that's ridiculous. Um, yep, so, so I understand about the specialists. It, it's a compelling argument. But it's all about the balance of your team, right? And who else is there? Mm. Yeah, New Zealand, I'd like to ask you about, and, and I'm not picking on Mark Chapman. I think Mark Chapman's a really good player, and he's, he's going to play a lot for New Zealand. I just question picking an out-and-out bat, a batter at seven. Do you know how many balls he faced in the whole tournament? No. 71. Yeah. Well, 71 balls he faced in a tournament as a specialist batter at seven. Mm. That that doesn't make much sense to me. Especially when, should I repeat, 400 runs against Pakistan, you lost. You scored 383 against Australia and you lost. The bowling had been a concern. My question is, is that's the place for probably Ish Sodi? So that doesn't show faith in each Sodi as a player. Exactly. It, it is the spot of Michael Bracewell. Which yes. They just yeah. haven't been able to replace. Yeah. So I, I think our balance, like especially when you go to the subcontinent, you have to go, right, we just have to back our top six batters that one of them is going to go big and score a big hundred. And that's what India do. And you take, what, Latham? Latham is the only one in the top six who didn't have a great tournament. Yeah. Now, Devin Conway started off with a hiss and a roar with that beautiful 150. He didn't get a score over 50 after that, so he was he was a bit down by his really, really high standards. But, you know, Williamson, 256 runs at 87. Mitchell, 552 at 69. Ravindra, 578 at 64. Um, Phillips, 285 at 40. All with strike rates over 100 or not 93 in the case of Williamson. Williamson. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Williamson. He uh he's exceptional, Kane. I mean he, he goes was, right. yeah. He came in injured, cruciate ligament, where everyone went, It's impossible, you can't come back from that. Then he broke his thumb. He's still out there and producing what he did. And that over that he got out and Daniel in the thirty third over to Shami, I said, This is the over. He actually has to take him on here. I actually have to try and get on top of him. And he was four or five meters away from hitting it for six. Oh, Lisa. Just yeah, even less so. And he, he just drop-kicked it. Thought he had got it when he hit it, and it was one caught the on long, the boundary. One of the longer boundaries. Yeah. Just sort of well, in a part of the bat, wasn't it? Didn't quite get it out of the sweet spot. Yeah, and you know, could it be different had he hit that in the middle, bang, six? Well, you saw Shami's under pressure. This is guy, Consummate Cool, hardly celebrates 100. His reaction, he sort of arcs back. It's one of the more animated responses I've seen from Kane Williamson in his career, and yeah. it's not all that animated. Yeah. But it, I, I, he knew. He knew it was so close. Yeah. But we we timed the run well. Like, I think our timing leading into the last 20 overs gave us a chance, especially after chasing 398. But to your point, Daniel, I think when you review the World Cup, the the bowlers' review will take a lot longer than the batters' review. I think that they really need to take a good look at themselves. And it's more about the combinations. I always talk about those combinations. You know, India, you look at the combinations, you... You know, you've got Siraj and Shami or Siraj and Boomrah, then Shami comes on, then Jadeja comes on, then Kuldeep comes on, and they've got this blueprint that they go to and it works. 
and it's consistent and you yeah. know when you're going to bowl and yeah. you know what you need to to produce or practice to be good at your role. All right, let's before I look ahead, I just want to and I said this on Smithy's show yesterday. Like we've had an extraordinary uh, run of success. You're at the heart of it too, Grant. So the, I, I guess I'm, I'm sort of thanking you too. I just want to thank those players for creating such wonderful memories over the last. Well, this sounds a bit fatalist, but you know, Father Time is undefeated, and I'm, I'll, I'll give you some numbers which might be a little bit alarming. But you know, amazing memories, uh, and I think it's you know a really um, good effort to just make it through to the semi-finals at the Sart World Cup. Um, it's a shame. That you know, five straight semi-final appearances is impressive. That is, they've never been able to find a way to win two in a row in the in the knockout stages. But I think of those who started against India in the quarterfinal and the semi-final, if you add four years to the ages, only one player is going to be under thirty, mm. um, and seven players are thirty-five or older. <coughs> yeah. Um, if I add four. Conway's 36, Williamson 37, Mitchell 36, Latham 35, Santner 35, Chapman 33, Southey 38, Bolt 38, Ferguson 36, and the young'uns, Phillips will be 30, and Ravindra will be 27. So we're going to have huge turnover, right? Yeah. Huge turnover. So that's why I want to acknowledge them, say thanks, because so it's going to be an interesting period over the next few years. Yeah, very interesting. But one thing I will say that's going for New Zealand is the fitness regime under Chris Donaldson. Unbelievable. Like one of the things that New Zealand is, is probably the fittest team on the park. Um, They are exceptional athletes and look after their bodies. So I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of the names are still there at the next World Cup. But I do wonder if that's why Southie and Williamson were so desperate to play with the injuries they had because I think they risked um, risked the summer of cricket for the, themselves. And you admire that? Yeah, uh, I, I do because they got through it. If they didn't get through it... But you were worried for them. Yeah, well, I thought, you know, if Kane does his knee again, then that's him gone for a lot, much longer uh, just for the, the World Cup. But I say just for the World Cup, and I, I think New Zealand, we won the Mace, and it did, didn't really do much for us winning Test cricket as a nation. I think we've got to win a World Cup T20 or, or one day. I think that's where our focus should go. Yeah, and, and I, I and I've been saying this for an, a couple of tournaments. The bare minimum now is semi-finals, mm. but that's the, that is the expectation I have for them based on their performances. Yeah, that that a pass mark has to be a semi-final. Like so, if you miss out, it, that is a failure. And, and you know what? That might sound negative, but I think that's a huge compliment to uh, where they've got themselves at. Yeah, and the history will tell you that we've we've made the semi-finals in the last. Five World Cups? But we're all too nice, Grant, that's why. Well, we win the spirit of cricket. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is to get over that, that line. We came close in England. <clears throat> we weren't very close in Australia, but we, you know, smashed it through the pool stages, like, you know, sprinted into the semi semifinals. Um, I think that on the day, it's just like a little bit of belief, a little bit of, like, mongrel fight. Um, and I think we've we've got that, but it's just it's on the day. It's individuals that take it away from you. Faulkner took it away from us, and you know Stokes took it away from us in England, and then Chami took it away from us the other day. So individual brilliance. Um, it's a team effort to get to the knockout stages, and then it's individual brilliance that gets you over the line. 
Uh, South Africa, unfortunately, uh, will have to deal with the, the Joker's tag again oh. for another cycle. I thought they were really passive with the bat and that sort of 10-12 overs in the face of really good Australian bowling. They did win the toss. They decided to bat uh, South Africa and probably regretted it after about five overs. Yeah, I watched, um, I watched a few interviews, and one of the ones I, I watched was Mike Atherton. And it was just before or just after the toss. <coughs> Someone was interviewing him, and uh, they said, oh, what do you think about the toss? South Africa have won the toss, from what I understand, and then they elected to bat, and he said... Which yeah. is their preference. They love batting first. Yeah, bat, bat first, score big, bat. and then knock them over. And he said, yeah, they have to bat, but he said, it's humid. I think it might swing. And it did. And then it did. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like... The Aussies bowled really well. The first boundary came in the 8.4 overs, and South Africa were three or four down by then, so... You know, like, and you compare it to Australia, who is sixty-one when Warner goes out in the seventh over, right? Yeah, completely different, and they put themselves so far ahead of the game. South Africa have to bowl them out. And credit, I thought their spinners did a really good job in making it close. And there was quite a bit of jeopardy in that game. Uh, you know, at times it looked like ball was going to dominate bat, but a turn, you know, swing early on. Um, really enjoyable game. So congratulations to those two sides. But you know, you just got to admire Australia's big game temperament. Yeah, and you've got to spare a uh, thought for David Miller. He scored 100 under, like, massive pressure. Yeah, it was a great knock. And an awesome knock, but to, like, be so deflated in the semi-final, and Daryl Mitchell will be feeling the same. Those two players, unbelievable knock, and you're sitting there and you go, we lost? It's it's an empty feeling as a cricketer. A lot of people go, wow, you know, 100 in the semi, you must be really stoked. It's like, you're not, because you've lost. Um, it's, it's quite a... Uh, a bizarre feeling because you should really be proud of you know what you've done out there but you you don't really feel it you don't feel that contentment so how does this australian side shape up as far as the chance to beat india i think they're probably the only team that maybe could them and us i thought in this competition Um, and pakistan just because the emotional the emotional baggage that comes with playing those two sides and the reason why i say australia is I don't think they're, they're scared of the moment. I don't think they're scared of the World Cup final. Um, South Africa, as I said, leading into the semis, I said they will want this so bad. So the expectations and the fear on your shoulders as players, they really want that badly. And, um, yeah, that, that, can, that can be to your detriment as a, as a team, is um, that edge of you think too much of the result. And Australia will go out there and someone like Mitch Marsh, who we saw in the T20 final against us, who hadn't fired a shot at all, all of a sudden he comes out and you're like, where did that come from? Yeah. That's what they do, the Australians. Suddenly Mitchell Stark grows another leg. He's bowling 150 plus, you know, and swinging it. There's not meant to be swinging. Or Hazelwood delivers that opening spell like he did in the semi-final. Yeah, and it's like they've just got these guys that, you know, match winners who just step up to the plate. And it's what I was saying earlier. You know, knock uh, pool stages, the team. You need the team. You need results from everyone. You need everyone sort of in form. But when it gets to knockout stages, it's individuals and it's generally the senior players, one of them stepping up to the plate. Is it a good chance, a great chance, no chance, mm, chance of beating India? India they're a clear favourites, right? Yeah, I'd say India are over 60% favourites here. I'd give them 70%. But that Aussie fight and that Aussie you match winning uh, or big match temperament that you talk about and that you see so often, you can't underestimate that. No, and you think you've you've extinguished them. Like, so many fans were rushing to 
two games into this tournament. And Same Australia's gone, done. Yeah. Australia's yeah. done. Australia's done. They're not done until they're, they're legitimately out of it. Yeah. Uh, stay with us here on SCNZ. We've got full coverage of the World Cup final Sunday night. Our coverage starts at 9 o'clock. First ball is at 9.30. You'd expect we'll win the toss bat for both teams. Uh, yeah, I'd say win the toss bat. Has to be. There's not going to be much swing. It's meant to be flat. And look uh, for the toss of the coin, eh? Yeah, watch that toss. Is yeah. he going to get it on the mat? They should have bets on that, whether the captain will <laughs> get the, the coin do. on the mat or not. Probably do in yeah, some Yeah, they market. probably do. Not in New Zealand, of course. Uh, thank you, Grant. Really insightful. Hope you enjoyed our uh, Swinging Both Ways, our cricket segment here on the Saturday session with Rosine. Time to paint. Get a quality finish with Rosine Paints, uh, decorating Kiwi Home since 1946. Uh, more cricket after 12 o'clock. We'll talk to a Christian Sizemore, won't we? And I will play Grant Elliott, the uh, Simon O'Donnell club. He's not heard it yet. He's not heard it. I've seen words of it. Yeah, but he I'm, hasn't heard it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll play it to uh, Grant and get his instant reaction. Uh, coming up after the break, though, Jacob Spoonley's going to join us. The All-Whites have gone down by two goals to nil to Greece in an international friendly earlier this morning. I think uh, it was about 6 a.m. that game kicked off. Two goals to nil up at half time. New Zealand unable to climb back into it. We'll find out what Jacob thought about that performance up next.